Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. What's up, bitches? <laughs> Katie just looks at me. She goes, I'm going to kick this one off today. I thought she had something important to say. I have nothing important to say. But I just she... want to, like, change things up because though we're doing our lovely spilling the tea, we're doing things a little differently today. We are. It's going to be our year-end review. Yeah. Favorites of the year. Favorites of the year. Teresa, of course, got super savvy. I, myself, made a fucking list of just my top 20 books. This bitch over here has, like, top 20 like, top no. series, top poppy romances, top books, top interconnected series. Now I'm over here like, well, I'll just go fuck my list off. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to go burn that bitch. I do want to preface this by saying that, um, like, I'm not going to put, I didn't put Zodiac Academy in, like, my top series of the year Same. because I read one through seven last year. So, Sorrow. Wow. You're right, 2021. Yeah. Sorrow and Starlight is a best book, but I'm, like, t- I'm keeping it, like, any series that I read completely in 20. 20- 22 yes is a best series so, otherwise yeah. it'll like like i glow in one of my best books i read plated prisoner 2020 one. Oh yeah 2021 so like glow i think was one of my top books of the year but i'm not putting plated prisoner as my top series of the year because i read i read the rest of the series prior to this year if that makes sense no because i did a lot of the same i didn't do a lot of the same but i did a lot of the same you know what i'm trying to say I'm also, in true Katie fashion, going to piggyback off of a lot of what Teresa says because, again, the bitch just took it to a whole new level and I didn't. So, shame on me. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's rude. No, I'm just kidding. So, I say this with love. <sighs> so Everything says. I always say, say is say with love. Katie thinks because she's pregnant now I won't be mean to her, but... I do not think that. <laughs> no, I'm I just kidding. <laughs> oh, but speaking of cute things and being pregnant... I Not cute things, but speaking of being pregnant... So, um, Teresa decided she wanted to surprise me. Did we talk about this last time? I don't think we did, because I don't think... No, 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 we didn't. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't boring our, our, our viewers, um, our listeners. So, Teresa got me from Maddie Can't Stop Reading. She has her own Etsy shop. Yes. So, <laughs> this is a great story, so sit back and enjoy this. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, I start texting Teresa and Mary, because I'm like, oh my fucking God, look at this baby onesie. It is a onesie that has Zodiac Academy on it, and like alumni class of 46 on it with like the the castle well the school in the background and i'm sending the snapshot snapshot the screenshot to them with this matching zodiac academy alumni sweatshirt i'm like this is fucking everything i'm buying these right now Teresa's literally texting like don't you fucking dare how sweet is it that she got me and my unborn child little outfits that match yeah i did and i got myself oh my god i know so I I was ordering the sweatshirts for Katie and I regardless, and I was like, you know, it would be so cute if there was a onesie that was like Zodiac Academy, like future class of like, you know, 2046, because I was like doing the math. I'm like, wait, so when will little baby Moncrief yeah, be like, you know, like graduating college? I, yeah, no, I didn't really think about it. And it's class of 46. 22 she years. Graduating college? Yeah. I'm going to be 46. No, I'm not. No, you'll be older than yeah. that. 22 years from now. Yeah. Be like 50 something. Unless she fucks up and she has to take an extra semester, but typically, <laughs> typically, you graduate college at 22. Um, anyway, so I like messaged Maddie and I'm like, hey, like, I like, 
I best for my personal, obviously, because I'm like, Katie can't see this. I'm like, what are the chances of you making a onesie that looks like the alumni sweatshirt, but instead of saying alumni, it says like class of 46 or whatever. And she was like, honestly, that's going to, we're going to do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she did. And she's like, okay, it's, it's on the site. Like, so you can order it. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And literally like 10 minutes later, he's like, look at this. I'm ordering it. I was like, you <laughs> dumb bitch. <laughs> I was like, don't you fucking dare. But like, please don't. Please don't yeah. do such thing. And she was like, what? <laughs> so I sent her the screenshot of like me and Maddie talking. And she was like, okay. You're the best auntie. Also, I tell Katie this all the time. I said, don't buy yourself things in December because people are buying yeah. you. If you say that you want something or you mention people are listening. Always wait till after Christmas. Um, anyway, that's our story. And like my gift for you, I ordered it. I'm so mad. I ordered it back on November 15th. It's still not here. Or done. <laughs> and mind you, when you get here, you're like, this is what took over a month. And I'm like, this is what took over a month. <laughs> Honestly, I do not expect anything. Um, but we'll... What was like your birthday slash Christmas slash BFF book club? One, one year. year. So like there was like, you know, I was like, we'll just do something. It's going to, it's going to be trash. I mean... It has to pertain to Christmas, so like it's over. So I'm just like, well, <laughs> I, I would. I thought by ordering a month and a half early. I mean, I, yeah, I would think that that would have been completed. I mean, I don't know what it is, honestly, but again, um, you're gonna look at me and be like, "This is what took over a month and a half." You're gonna be like, "Yeah." It, I think it'll be worth it. It better be. You might not use it for Christmas. I mean, I wouldn't because I'm you and I are the same person. Well, I was gonna say like if it's like not specifically Christmas. I can't remember this point. I, you would know better than me. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Anywho, should we just get into our top books? Let's just do this. Okay. Let's just do the damn thing. All right. So let's start with just, are we doing books overall? Are we doing Best stories? books overall. Okay. You want to start? We can go one for one. Like you, we can go one I don't have, tw- I don't think I have 20 books written down. No, I like kind of combined. So like, I'm going to have to get like, I'm going to get my Goodreads up. Um... No, no, I'll be fine. Okay. I know, okay, I'll start because I know that we both have this down. Shadow and the Ember. Yes. I loved it. I mean, I like, I know you didn't read it yet. I love The Light and the Flame as well. Um, but Shadow and the Ember, I was like feral for when I read it. It was very good. I listened to it. I, I loved really it. it. I loved it. I almost like need to re-listen though. Oh, it's yeah. It's been so long. So my mom... Um, has logged into my Audible account. Um, and she is currently listening to Crown of Gilded Bones. So she's gotten through the first two and a half books, basically. And I was like, you need to let me know when you're done with Crown of Gilded Bones. I didn't own the Shadow and the Amber audio, like, audio at the time. But I was like, I will get it for you. Um, so I was like, because you need to listen to that before you listen to War of Two Queens, which I have. So I'm like waiting for her to get there because I was like, you're going to love Nikdos. Yeah, I mean, yes, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I think you and I both have this on the list as well. Sorrow and Starlight. Oh, well, I mean, given. <laughs> Duh. I wrote that one down first. I was like, because I just know. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, I don't, what else can we say about it? I don't, again, there's a lot of people who haven't read it yet, so I don't want to spoil yeah, anything. Okay. If you have read it and you haven't listened to our review podcast episode about it, we implore you. highly recommend all of our thoughts. It's like an hour. It's like over an hour long um, because there's just so much to say, which I feel like we can probably do another one and like it still be over an hour and like we probably wouldn't even touch on everything that happened. I agree. Um, 
The next one I have, which I know you did not read. Um, and I don't know if this is going to be like a surprise or not, but Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. I think it's probably her best. Well, after Verity, her best book. Like, And it came out last January. Um, it's like really hard because I feel like books that I read, like January was almost a year ago. It's, it's, I had to go back on like my Goodreads account and look at things. I remember when I read it being like, this is going to be a top book. And it definitely is. Um, but it's like hard to compare something I read a year ago with something I read more recently. Cause like, it's like more like the books that we read more recently are more fresh in our minds. So I was trying to be very objective and I loved reminders of him. Like it just an amazing book. Like I stand by that. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, queen of shadows. Yes. You read that. I read that in I 2021. Forgot, and Mary so kindly reminded me that I read half of the series this year because again it was right in january yeah so i completely forgot like that gave me queen of shadows is so good i became i mean that is the best i agree throne of glass book the whole series as a whole would be a top i mean i read in 2021 like i said so like i understand that it's not on my list but it is a top like book of all time yes like i i love queen of shadows okay uh next i have which is maybe also going to be um a shock vicious by v.e schwab I read that in January, and I, like, ate that shit up. Ate it up. Good for you. Um, I still have not read the second one because I heard the second one's not as good, and I didn't. So I've been, like, putting it off because I'm like, I don't want to ruin the first book for myself by reading the second. Okay. Um, but I loved it. It's, like, short chapters, so it was, like, really easy to, like, kind of power through, and it's, like, about, like, they're like almost like superhuman, like superheroes, but they're villains. I don't, I can't explain it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, what do you have next? Um, I will do Book of Azrael. Oh, oh, I don't think I wrote that. If you guys haven't read this, she, the female main character, Diana, is, Diana is yeah, is the true villain, and it is a true enemies to lovers. Yes, it was. I loved it. Yes, we also, that was one of our book club picks of the month, and yes. it was so freaking good. It was one of those fantasy books where it didn't take you 20% to kind of get into it. You kind of fell right into the storyline. Yes. Because it is set in like a modern day. Yeah, it's setting. like an urban fantasy. It's an urban fantasy. So there's like phones and cars, yeah. and like, yeah, it's easier she, to grasp. And like, she's trying to protect her sister at all costs. Like, it's her only family member left. Like, the plot was. The plot is what hooked you. I mean, of course the characters do too. Of course there is like some serious like tension going on. There is a one bed trope. Like there's a couple great scenes in there. Yep. And he's a little golden fucking retriever. He's like like literally this all powerful like badass like god like. Who's like in like who basically removed himself. He's he like yeah he's been like living like as isolation. like a recluse like yeah, yeah like for like thousands of years. Yeah. And like he doesn't talk like she ta- like no again, he's, he's been away for yeah. so long like. And he's, like, oblivious to certain things, but it's just so wholesome. Like, he's, just, he's like, a wholesome character. I know. I love him. But it's, it's just, it's a great, I love when, like, authors can write not only great plot with great characters, but also, like, the romance aspect of it. Because sometimes you get a little bit more focused on, like, the romance, mm-hmm. and the plot. Like, this has it all. And yeah. And it's not that long either. Like, and it's her debut movie. book. It's her debut book. Which is, like, incredible. It was, it was Amber long, Nicole is the mind. author, and yeah. you should follow her and also She's read also, like, her. the nicest human being in the entire world. Like, so just a highly fucking sweetheart. Yes. <laughs> She's an A+. Yes. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Um, no, I mean, I, yeah, no, that book was phenomenal. I, my, I feel like everything Katie 
has written down, I'll probably, probably be like, yet. same. And half of what I wrote down should be like, I've never read that. Um, like the next one, Archer's Voice nope. by <laughs> Mia Sheridan. Um, if you, you want, if you want your heart and soul ripped out, read it. Um, that's all I'll say about it. We can go to the next one. <laughs> um, I will do Hollow Heathens. Ooh, yes. Yeah. There See, was something about that book. You and Mary loved Hollow Heathens. Yeah. I was on my honeymoon and I'm like, you know, off like Wi-Fi because I'm overseas and I would like it back to the Airbnbs and the entire group chat was like Hollow Heathens, Hollow Heathens, Hollow Heathens. Um, so I bought it and I read it and I was like, mm. I can't wait for the second book. I honestly love though when we disagree about a book. Because um, we agreed nine times out of ten on everything. Yes. So and I like like hearing like other perspectives. I was like, I was like really wanting to love it. And I think I gave it like a three and a half. And I think I was like being generous. I was obsessed. It was really well. Like the thing is it was really well written. Yeah. And I liked the story. I just was, it wasn't really like grasping yeah. me. It, but again, but again, like remember who you're listening to. Like I like that creepy aesthetic. Yes. I like more Halloween-y vibes. Yes. This was like your typical... I don't want to say Halloween town, so it wasn't like it wasn't. Um, no, but it was very like witchy, it was witchy like vibes. fall yeah. vibe. It had like creepy that whole aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine like driving down like a creepy road with like trees lined everywhere. Like that's how you enter. And once you enter, you're kind of like almost sucked into like this town's vortex. You can leave. Yes. It's hard to leave. It, 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 but that speaks to me as a person. Yes. Wait, I'm dying. Hold on one second. Oh my god, have we been unplugged this whole time? <laughs> I mean. One of us has been. Can you even hear us? But we might check. Yeah, we might check. We're fine. Um, sorry, one of our microphones was not plugged. <laughs> Ignore us. It's literally the day after Chris is all recording this, so we are not well. Okay, one book that we definitely both have. Hosab. House of, oh my God, yes. House of uh, Sky and Breath. Yes. Like, one, like duh. 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 Duh is correct. Um, and not even just because the ending. No, 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 no. I mean, I know a lot of people were like, oh, it was bad until the ending. Like, you're wrong. No, I thought this You're an was, idiot. I think this might be one of my top favorite series that she's written. A Court of Mist and Fury will always hold a special place in my heart. So with Akatar, but like, yes. I, you say this all the time. Like, it's like her, it's like going to be like just. I like, think that Crescent City will be her best work. Yeah. Because I think like, Aka, like, Akatar as a series is great because you get like the characters and like. It's more character driven, and you like get that. Like the plot is like kind of like well, I don't care about the plot in yeah, Akatar. Yeah, you care about the characters. And then Throne of Glass, like yes, you get amazing characters. Don't get me wrong, but it's more plot driven. I feel like Crescent City is like both. Yes, in my opinion, I think it's like a good like you get the ro- like you get a lot of the romance, and it's new adult. Where like Throne of Glass doesn't have the new adult aspect, so it's like you know more like YA. I mean, it is YA. Um, and like Akatar, like the plot, like I don't care about the war against Tyburn. Like I don't care about the plot. I only care about like Resand and Feyre. Um, and I feel like Crescent City, I care about everything. Same. And like I think that if she again, like we're we're not trying to spoil any books while we're going over these reviews. So like, I think if she can take how it ended, and in the third book, like if she does it well, I think it'll be her best series. I think so too. Rune Dan and Aura Hunt Athelai. I'm a Hunt Athlar kind of Same. girly. I actually, so I re- I made a TikTok last week and it was like, um, like my like ranking of SJM men. And someone was like, oh, I'm surprised Rune is like lower for you. And I was like, it's because, and like I figured out like, because it's the same reason why, no, this is, this is the series I'm thinking. Okay. So we're getting Bryce's POV and Rune and Bryce are brothers. And I was like, I, I mean, brother and sister. So like, I always like view him 
as like a brother figure. Like I love him, his character so much, but just like from a platonic standpoint. It's like your Darius thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand Like that. I think because I like love Lance and like Darcy so much, like Darius to me is more of a like platonic like best friend. Because you are like Lance and Darcy. So yeah. So like, yeah, that's how you're viewing So it. like, okay. yeah. So I view it from like their standpoint. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Glee next. Yes. That just... Glow, See, I put Glow. Glow was on my list also, but I read both yes. this year. But to me, like, Gleam was like that big turn. It's a Gleam, shot, so I like, mean, I believe turn. Gleam is the best in the series so far. Yes, but I, yeah, I, I read that last year. So I know that we both had Glow. Yeah. But yeah, the Plated Prisoner series, like, fucked me up sideways. And around the corner. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> he's fucking if anyone wins at like dirty talk and like not like a, he's like not cringy no he's like because like sometimes i read it and i'm like oh cringe yeah no 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 he's, makes me like i, I blush I'm so i get like i'm like almost like embarrassed myself <laughs> while reading it you know what i mean like in like, a good way that, yeah. yeah like i'm like so shy about it i'm like who's he talking to this <laughs> <laughs> is it me, is it me? <laughs> um all right, we said glow, we said gleam. Okay, hook, line, and sinker I had. Um, oh, that's a really good one. I just love, I mean, I love Tessa Bailey, but I love those two books. Like, yes, yes I obviously read Happened One Summer in 2021, but um, I loved hook, line, and sinker. Like, I love Fox. He was I'm, a good one. He just, like, I mean, I think that his issue was, like, a non-issue, and I was like, get over it. Like, okay, you're too attractive. Like, <laughs> boo fucking who? But... I loved him. It was good. Like, I love Brendan. And, like, in book world, like, Brendan is, like, above and beyond. But, like, if this was real life, like, Fox is my type to a T. Yeah, one million percent. Yeah. Um, I was going to let you say this. I'm surprised you haven't said it yet, so I'm going to say it. Funny feelings. Yeah, no, I was waiting till the end to say that because I... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm just I letting you know. No. It was... If you guys have not read Tara DeWitt permission to stop this book like this podcast and go listen go read tired of it yeah no um like 400 percent. i re- I, re- the, I i love i haven't read rootbound which i'm still kicking myself for i really liked the co-op like love again, the co-op like yeah five-star book in my opinion but funny feelings funny Dean feelings and Fried Meyer, like, is just it gives me a funny feeling you know what i mean like in a good way i we read it when did we read it in june or july i think july early july mm-hmm. was was when we first read it and I was like, fuck this book, like in a good way, like fuck this book because like no other book will compare. And it gives you all the feels. I was like, if I have to pick a top book of the entire year, like gun to my head, I think I would pick it. And then I reread it last week because I was like, all right. And it's still so, like, it's so good. And if it, it makes is. you feel any better, like, like just picture Chris Evans as Nomad Steve while you're reading it as Meyer and like, Goodbye. Oh, it is my turn. What's my next one? Oh, Book Lovers. Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too. Like, again, an amazing, 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 amazing book. That was actually our first ever podcast episode. Yeah. And it was good. And I cannot wait for Happy Place to come out um, in April. Like, I remember, like, when Book Lovers came out, I was like, oh, my God, we have to wait a whole year for the next Emily Henry book. And now I'm like, oh, it's like four months away. It's really on the far. Things go so fast. Time just flies. But again, another just really wholesome, good all-around book. And if you are a lover of books, you You'll will love, love Book Lovers. She has a way of writing. Um, actually, that'll segue into, like, Allie Hazelwood. Because I put love on the brain on this. 
I just like the way they begin their books. Yes. Like, it's always relatable content. Mm-hmm. You, it sucks you in immediately the minute you can start relating to something. Yes. And you can. Like, they write, like, their beginning opening chapters just completely relatable to readers. I think yeah. As a whole. So, I think that just, like, automatically grabs you. And I love Love on the Brain. Love on the Brain was the same thing as well, a really good one. Okay. Um. Ooh, what do I have? What do I have? My phone turned off. Okay. Um, then I had uh, The No Show by Beth O'Leary, um, which I think is, I think I think that it's like not really rated that high on Goodreads, but all of the reviews that, of people who didn't like it, it's um, because apparently, I think that Beth O'Leary typically writes like more like rom-commy books, and this was more like contemporary romance with like, that was sad. Okay. Um, and people went into it thinking that it was going to be like a funny, like lighthearted book and it's not. Mm. Um, and like, that was like what a lot of like the more negative reviews said, like that it was just like marketed like incorrectly. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I really loved it. If you haven't read it, I say go in blind because there's like a big twist. Uh, but just know that it's not like a funny, feel good type of book. Like there's like, there are like funnier moments and stuff. But there is a big twist that is uh, not the, you know. Not what you're looking, not, not right. what's typical. Right. It does, and it does have a happily ever after, but it, you do go through some shit to get there. Damn. Yeah. Um, I will go with, this is book three of the Prison Healer series. It's Blood Trader. Yeah. I think the series as a whole was terrific. Book one was like my second favorite. Book two, I feel like book one, when you have a trilogy in a fantasy series, like book two is always like some plot, a lot of info dump. And not that I don't mind those, but like, to and I listen to these on audio. So if you are an audiobook lover, these, I think this whole series is incredible on audio. But book three, I like feel like I saw black because this is all I was like consumed by. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have, like my eyeballs were just like black. Like I was just in the plot. I was Kira. I was doing everything. I think it just like wrapped everything up beautifully. It was just so well done in my opinion. I, I like I book. loved the series a lot. But Same. I agree with you. Honestly, I think it's so funny because they know I think they call it like the sophomore slump or whatever, where it's like the second book in a series is normally like not it's like even if it's good, it's just like not as good as the first and yeah. it's like not as good as the third because it's like kind of building from the first yes. into the third. But Mist and Fury like does not follow that. Not at all. Completely ruins yeah. that um that's like i feel like the one time where like the second book is so much better um but you know person healer as a series you bought it for me when i was recovering and i read that um like right after my surgery and it did not disappoint i think i read like one a day they were incredible yeah it's a ya series just in case anyone out there is like despite me it's not no but the plots you know what take this don't take this harshly and don't come at me for this because i love it like i love a spicy book yeah. But sometimes, like, the plots that these authors come up with for their YA books. I feel like a good YA fantasy is better than a good NA fantasy because it doesn't have to rely exactly. on the spice. Like, I think some authors rely on the spice. To kind of carry them To through. carry, yes. Not all. No, no, no. Some. No, no, no. Not all. Like, that's... Uh, and again, I love a good Same. new adult romance. But I don't like when it's, like, too spice-heavy. That almost, like, ver- like you don't even understand the plot. Like, the plot right. has no point. Right. Because then, like, then just, like, write, like, a romance book. Exactly. Or, like, a standalone. I've, like, read a lot of good standalone 
like spicy fantasy books. Mm-hmm. And they're great. Exactly. Um, it's just a blog. Yeah. Um, and then the last, like, just like book on my list before I get into my favorite series, um, Say You Swear, which is a college football romance um but it's like i mean i would say it's like less heavy on like the college football aspect and more heavy on the romance um i read it in in a day and it's like 500 and something pages i just like could not put it down it was fucking amazing um noah riley like i think everybody who's read it agrees like book husband material not even book boyfriend like this like where were these 22 year old men when we were in college nowhere no and i mean like i married my college sweetheart like gil was not acting like this in college no I have two more, but I'm just going to bring them up because they're worthy of it. Yes. Um, first, I'll start with Carabao. It's book one. Yes. I think the series is a good series, but for some reason, again, remember who you're listening to, it's a creepy vibe aesthetic-wise. Like, I liked the whole mystery around it. Book one, I think, was the absolute best of the series. Agreed. I wonder if we both agree because we like Scarlet more than we like Tella. Uh, yeah. Not that I didn't mind Donatella, but, like, I just preferred scarlet yes i also think i related to scarlet a bit more. yes and why am i drawing complete blank on her boyfriend's name same um donatella reminds me a lot of my sister yes not that i don't love my sister but like donatella like it's the wild second born t- child yes like, my one spirit. issue my one issue too and again this is probably just like my old ass like being like nitpicky but donatella is like 16 yeah in the book and she is like with legend who is like he like he okay so he's like immortal spoiler (laughs) no i think that's like a known thing like yeah he's like he's immortal um he's like the host of caraval whatever and you find out that like he like dated like their grandma so like you have this like immortal like old man basically dating a 16 year old girl I wish they made Like, him, he's, like, like, technically, like, age-appropriate because, like, when he became immortal. Yes. But I, like, the, like I wish that, like, she would, like, I wish, like, she was, like, 22. yes. They could Even, like, young. 18 and 20 if yeah. you wanted to keep it, like, more, like, YA, like, teenager-ish. But, like, the whole, like, I think she's 15 in Scarlet's book and then she's, like, 16 in, in the last two. And I was, like. Yeah. Okay. I also think she caused a lot of her own issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I just like book one so much better. Book three is like a nice wrap up. And the series I think as a whole is a great series. Oh, it's so fun. But it's a good fun series. But book one to me was like, just like the perfect blend of like mysterious, creepy, you have no idea what's happening. Like it's all these twists and turns. You don't know what to think or what to believe. Yeah. The first book is more like kind of like, I think like twisted and creepy. And the second two books are more like creepy and like a like a colorful way yeah does that make sense it's like like think of harry potter's one and two yeah they're a little creepy for like a younger crowd yeah they're still super light start getting into like i would say book one to me is like a book five and six harry potter yeah yeah like not too dark it starts a little bit darker and then gets like lighter like you figure it out um like nothing's what it seems. Nothing. I mean, in any of them. I. I mean, I love um, Once Upon a Broken Heart. That series. That was a great series. The Nev- as well. The, well, I'm on book two right now. Yeah. Um. The series is amazing. I read the first book in 2021. I read the second book when it came out. I think in October or September. I mean. Um. Again, amazing. 
there I I read Once Upon a Broken Heart and then I went and read Caraval because Jax, who's in Once Upon a Broken Heart, he's like the the main male character. He is in the second two Caraval books. So he's in uh, Legendary and Finale. Um, and I liked, I loved him Once Upon a Broken Heart. So I like going back and like seeing his yeah. more like darker side in that one. Um, and you kind of like understand more in the Ballad of Never After if you've read Caraval. So like, I would suggest if you're going to read them, I would just do Caraval first, like that series, and then do Once Upon a Broken Heart. But definitely like, Amazing series, both amazing of them. Um, and I have two, I'm sorry, I have two more. So, and we don't have to harp on the one, one Legendborn, uh, mm-hmm. Legendborn series. I just thought book one, book two, again, it's just, I think, a big info dump. I just finished it. Yeah. It's good, but again, it's just a lot of freaking information thrown at you. But book one, like, again, just, it's something that just, like, resonated with me. Like, it stuck with me. It's really good. So, if you're looking for it again, like, another really I, good YA mm-hmm. series. I bought it a and while ago. I haven't read it yet. It's so good. Covers are beautiful. And again, audio. The narrator, I cannot stress to you how incredible this woman is. She brings the story to life. And then, I guess I could actually do this as a series, so we don't have to talk about it now. Okay. It's not a complete series, but... All right, I'll go. Then I'll start my, my series. <laughs> These are just best series. And then I also have a category, best interconnected standalone. So, um, so I'll start best series as the Addicted Calloway Sister series. Um, I started... Okay, so I'm normally like a binge reader. Like if I start something, like yes. I will read... That, like, I'll read, like, that entire series back to back to back to back. Um, I read Addicted to You in February. I read the next two books, like, right after. So you read... <laughs> I think that it should be marketed as one giant, like, ten book series instead okay. of two separate. Because it's like, oh, there's the Addicted series, which follows Lily and Lo. And then there's the Calloway Sister series that follows um, Lily's sisters, Rose and Daisy and, like, their partners, Connor and Reich. Okay. Um, but you really need to read all of them and then you have to read them in the order. Like, so you read the first three addicted books and you read, um, Rose and Connor's book. And then you read Daisy and Reich's book. Then you read like two more Lily and Lowe books. And then you go back to Connor and Rose and you go back to Daisy and Reich. And then you get the epilogue book, which I basically just finished. Um, but anyway, so I started in February, I read the first three, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to take a few months off. And then I read, like, the next two, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take a few months off. And then I read the next two, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take a few months off. And then I read the next <laughs> two, and I was like, all right, I kind of have to, like, finish this before the end of the year. Um, but I'm already, like, thinking about buying the audiobooks and, like, restarting. I love these characters in the series so much. Like, they – I'm, like, actually wearing my Addicted to You sweatshirt that I just got for Christmas. Um, it, like – yep, check trigger warnings if you haven't read them. Um, there's like a, like, there's, I don't, I can't even begin to start out what the triggers would be, but there's a lot of them. Um, but I think it's so, because you they, Mary are obsessed with this series. Yeah. To the point where like, I ignore you guys when you speak about it. Um, cause I have nothing to contribute, but like, I was going to read it cause Mary bought it for the two of us. Yeah. And I'm, but you said something to me and like, if you're someone who does not like toxic relationships, the relationships themselves aren't toxic. They're actually like the relationships and like the characters, like that's what I love so much is that they're like so in for each other. It's just that like, okay, so like Lily suffers from like sex addiction. Lo is an alcoholic. They enable each other in the first book. And it's like, it's like, it's just like very angsty. And like, there's like a lot of like sad parts. And like, there's a lot of like bad things that happen and, it's like working through like trauma a lot of it. Okay. 
I just feel like Katie doesn't have the patience and she'll be like, oh my God, just get over it. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sorry. I just, I have sympathy for like real life human beings with this because I understand it's like an actual issue. Like I myself do suffer from some issues as well. Not to this extent, but like, I think in books to me, like just do not, I do not connect with them at all. Right. Those aren't your kinds of books. So I was like, I really want, I mean like, I think you should just like try maybe the audio of the first book and like see if you like it. But, um, it's like, it just, it's like probably the best series like of all time. Um, anyway, series, what do you got? Um, I will start with Defy the Night. It's not complete. So no. you think about Teresa Reese, because I think you have more of like a romance, obviously, flair. A lot of the series are complete, whereas like, I feel like all of our fantasy books, like they're not complete series. No. This is books one and two. I don't know. It's going to be a trilogy. It's going to be a trilogy. It's going to be a trilogy. If you are looking for just a fucking phenomenal Another plot, good YA yes. fantasy series. Like just really well written plot, really great characters good world building something very simple to understand a great more like very morally gray male main character yes. he is like he's like definition morally gray definition morally gray is correct and defend the dawn i would definitely say is, again goes against the whole like how the second book's normally not as good yeah, yeah. Like, to me i love to find the night and it had some good twists and turns in it like i guess me i remember i don't like I'm just, I'm reading. I don't, like, think sometimes when I'm reading. So maybe there was a couple things I should have picked up on. Yeah. I think I picked up on, like, one or two things. But, like, same with book two. Like, I just think there was, I liked it way more than book one. Which is hard to say because book one to me is a five-star read. Yeah. But, like, book just, it was just so good. And I, like, love the introduction of the new characters in book two. Sometimes I'm like, okay, who are these random people? Like, why do I care about them? No, I was, like, obsessed. they're going to serve a purpose. Yes. Like, you could tell she's setting you up to, like, book three is going to be a better. Yes. Ugh. Um, I'm going to go with Furyborn next as one of my top series because the next three series that I have, we've both read. So I'll just okay. go really quick about Furyborn. Um, I told Katie to buy this back in like April. She did. She hasn't read it yet. So I am um, bullying her um, until she reads it. Furyborn best. though, like it's so good. If you don't like dual POV and you don't like dual timeline, don't read it because then it's not for you because that is like the crux of the entire thing. It's like, Alternating timelines, alternating point of view, mostly between two female main characters, um, one in the past, one in the future. Um, you do get like some other POV sprinkled throughout like books two and three. Um, but like the power, like, you just, it's just like amazing. It's so well written. It's, I'm shocked that it's not talked about more on Book Talk. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to go with, wait, we both have this on our list as well, The Edens. By Devney Perry. Yeah. Again, I really enjoyed books one and two. Book three to me was like everything. I right, people small, people small, don't small. like the the third book as people much like because yes, and I do love Knox Same. single death, but single I mom. loved and I can't even tell you what his name was. Me either, but like the way she so it's second chance romance. The way she makes this guy grovel for her. Yes. And it's not like, oh my God, fucking just get over it. But like what you learn about like the whole situation, yes. it's like, what the fuck? I know people had an issue because they were like, oh, it's kind of like a cheating. It's But not it's not. Him. He never cheated. So, because I, I thought that too. I was like, wow, like he's he's fucked up. Like don't fuck him. Yeah, when him. I read like, I was like, ew. Yeah, but he, it's way more than what you think it is. I think she she just writes so beautifully and so at, like it's so atmospheric. Yeah. But like. Yeah. And just like amazing small town romances. So amazing. Amazing small town romances. Um, I also, I'm going to wait. I hope, because I know that we're going to get into it. Okay. Um, when we 
bring up mindfuck. So we'll do that last. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the bonds that tie, which I know you okay. didn't. Did you read the last one yet? I haven't read the last one yet, but I do have it on the list because as a whole, I really do like the yeah. series. Um, amazing. Amazing. Uh, we're not really why I choose fans. No. Um, and they have to be like really good and really worth it for me to be like, yeah, definitely like Ruthless Boys and now Bonds Attire, like the only like really like real wide chooses that I'm like, like dead on like my feet for. Um, Harlequin Crew, I really, really like, but like I hated Fox. So like, Agreed. as far as like loving, like, like every male main character and be like, okay, I understand this. I also like, I think in like a fantasy series, like it makes more sense to me than like, in like real life. real life yeah um especially with like a bunch of alphas like i just like it would like never really work but bonds at tie like it's just so good and like katie katie was harassing me she's like you have to read it. it's amazing book one i was like this i'm not into this and then book two i was like oh i am dead i am dead set onto this which is so funny because book one to me was like fuck me sideways this yeah is and same with book two book three almost like it wasn't it was good but it still wasn't like it gets a little like, redundant yeah Book four I thought was good. I just finished it. I really do need to read book five. Book five is really good. The, my only issue with book five is I wish that we got like a longer epilogue at the end or that it was like set like 10 years in the future. It's kind of set like right after. So like you don't really get like you don't really get to see like what could have been. Okay. Um, And I wish that we like I just like wanted to like where like they ended up. Okay. Good to know. Um, I don't know if you had this. Again, it's not a completed series. But um, the twisted tale, so entangled and yes. bound by Rachel Phillips. Um, two books. I think the third and final book comes out early next year, so early twenty twenty three. Um, amazing, amazing series. It's very, it's it's contemporary romance. It's a love triangle, um, and it's like angsty and like tension and spicy. Wait, which and- series is this? Entangled and bound. Oh my god! For some reason, I don't know why I thought you said. Um- Twisted Tales, and I thought you meant like the Never After series. Oh no, that's my that's my um, interconnected standalone. Okay, because I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, and then you said like, okay, sorry, but yes, yes. I do agree. Continue. Yes, well that yeah. Please excuse me. <laughs> Pregnancy brain, but yeah, no, um, amazing dual. Well, it'll be a trilogy. The two books are out now, so if you have not read that and you want something that's like angsty and like mysterious, uh, then I would recommend. Um, yeah, and a great spice and like two main male characters that like you'll have a hard time choosing between I mean I chose Jace like 100% I was like that is just my man but they're both like Jason Cooper great yeah Um, I have Chestnut Spring series on here by Elsie Silver I love her other series um the off to the races one yes oh thank you off to the races it's a really good series that series is completed but to me like flawless and heartless which have been all over TikTok, just, oh my God. Flawless, do you think you liked more than, because the main character, the male main character. Yes, like I, yeah, um, I liked Rhett. Yeah. Rhett, Rhett more. He's just like, because he's just like more like goofy. Like I yes. feel like he's like more my type than like the brooding, like. Brooding, like super grumpy sunshine is, and he's a single dad. Yeah. It's like forced proximity. They're both forced proximity. They're just really good cowboy, small town cowboy romances. Yes. Not too cowboy where you're like, Really no, here, but it's 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 cowboys that like I would ride on his horse. <laughs> but I love the, I love Willa. Yes, I think and she's a great female main character. Yes. Um, 
Um, okay, next yeah. series, and I've been waiting. Mindfuck oh my God, by S.T. Abbey. Honestly, like probably I will say the no. I'm going to do Callie best series of the year, but Mindfuck close second. And again, because Mindfuck is hard for me to be like, it's a great series because it's five novellas all together bound into one book is like 600 pages yes. or like almost 700. So but, like, but it was so, like you literally texted. I, I read it all, I think within like I two not. days. Yeah. I don't think it took us very long either. But like I was sitting outside. So I was reading the Harlequin crew. Yeah. So we just got in the arc. I was like, I think I just was about to start it. And you texted Mary and I, you're like, stop everything. Yeah, like, and I, that was only like after the first novella. Down. I was like, you guys. You have to read this. But the, you know what's so funny? Like, a 600 book, not that I find it intimidating, but it's a lot all at once. But you're like, they're novellas. So I'm like, oh, 100 and something pages. I think the longest it. one was like 200. So, like, the other ones yeah. are, like, all between, like, 100 and, like, 150. Like, I think I read two of them in a day. Yeah. Like, I read one in the morning and, like, read the last, another one in the day. Yeah, no. Honestly, like, just... Like the it's so it's good. Like I had literally like I villain. I finished it on my Kindle. I was like, it's on Ku. I literally was just like, uh, like I finished. I went right to Amazon and I bought the I bought the book like Bound as one. Yes. And like that's definitely something that I will reread. One million percent. Like I'm wait like I'm itching to reread it. Same. Itching. Um. I'm gonna say. Okay, so <laughs> here's another. Uh, YA series for you. If you like mystery, like a good, legit mystery series, mm-hmm. Stalking Jack the Ripper. You ha- you do talk about that often. So I read the first, so the first one came out a long, like a long time ago. And I say a long time ago, I'm thinking like maybe like 2016. Yeah. Um, I remember like picking it up. It was, I think it was like in the romance section, if I'm not mistaken. There, I actually think out of all the YA romances there are, this might be one of my top famous, uh, top famous, top favorite, like like romance of a YA series. I just really enjoy the two of them together. Okay. Think of them as like Sherlock and Winston. Um, Winston. <laughs> Watson. <laughs> Sherlock and my cat. <laughs> That's not like, it's, um, no, 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 no. Um, I just really enjoy it. I think the mysteries are well done as well. Um, they keep you captivated. The first one's only rated like 3.9 stars on Goodreads. And I, mm, I think that's just not fair. But it's like haunt, like haunting Prince Dracula. It's like all famous yeah people like escaping from Houdini. That was probably like my least favorite. Um, the hunting Dracula and then capturing the devil. Ooh. It, they're just it's like and again like who you're listening to. I like my favorite class in grad school was fucking cadaver lab like so like they're dissecting bodies she's an apprentice for her uncle like it's just a really cool series yeah count me out yeah just kidding no it's a really good series um okay the next category i I did for myself was best interconnected standalones we already talked about the edens um the twisted series so twisted lies and twisted games were my favorite from this series i liked twisted hate um twisted love was like not my favorite as a whole, I give the series a five star because I just like love it so much. Not every book in the series is five stars though, but as like interconnected standalones, fucking loved it. Um, and then I also did the fractured fairy tales, which is hooked, scarred, and wretched um, by Emily McIntyre. They're all um, like very loosely based modern day retellings 
of fairy mm-hmm. tales where like the villains are like the like main characters. They're definitely like a, I wouldn't call them like super dark, but they're definitely like very dark gray. Oh, I mean like I think like James and Hooked. So they're he's dark. like Captain like he like he kid like he ends up like kidnapping yeah, Wendy like yeah. Again, amazing like amazing that like definitely they're dark romances like, and, like definitely, definitely check trigger really, warnings, but amazing. Really yeah, Scarred is like my favorite. A, See, I think Wretched is my favorite, and I just, like, love Nick, because he's, like, she... She's a true villain. She's the villain. Uh, and, like, Nick is, like, very morally gray, but he's, yes. like, supposed to be the good guy. Like, it's supposed to be, like, reverse grumpy sh- sunshine, but it's, like, reverse grumpy, like, less grumpy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, like, he's definitely not sunshine. Um, but, yeah, no, I, like, I love them. And I think the, ne- the next one comes out January or February. Yeah, February. yeah. And it's like an Aladdin, so I think it's like Jafar and I'm Jasmine, yeah. Um, and then another one that we both read, so I'll go with that too. Um, as far as best interconnected standalone series, Off Campus, yeah, that was really uh, which I'm not shy about my love for Garrett Graham and Dean DeLaurentis. Like I, I like them all, but definitely the deal and the score, one hundred percent. The mistake, like I just like didn't think what John Logan did was that bad. I thought Grace was kind of annoying about it. And then Tucker, I fucking love, love Tucker. Tucker. Like, really, Tucker yeah, really is probably, like, in real life, the best of the four boys. Terrific husband material. Like, exactly. That is, like, a husband. Yes. Um, Sabrina? Sabrina. Sucks. Killer. Killer. Right. Killer. Killer. Dean should have killed her. I agree. Yeah. She's <laughs> fucking pain in my ass. She is a fucking pain. In, like, they were to. They had a baby together. They were dating for like over a year, and she was like, "This is not my boyfriend." Uh, what? And he like does everything for her. And he's like, "I, I understand." L- she was just a super driven individual who wanted to do something with herself and get out of her situation. Yeah, and I think we could we could all appreciate that. But I think oh, just, I she, loved her like her drive and like yes. motivation as far as like putting herself in like a better situation, like and like putting her education first. Yeah. And I love that aspect. The way that she treated Tucker was like unforgivable to me. I, I thought she was garbage. Yeah, I yeah. loved her. Yeah, literally just her high and dry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, it's one series we didn't talk about that I think was a. I I think I should check my dates. What I say? What series is it? Demon Queen Trials. Okay. Yeah. So City of Thorns. We read in 2021. Yes. Lord of Embers came out oh, early January. And then the last book came out in June. Okay. Gar- so technically, really yeah. So technically, yeah, you can add, we can have that. It was a good series. It was a really good series. It's by C.N. Crawford. Fun. Yeah. Like, I think they're each like 250. So it's like spicy, yeah. fantasy, like good plot. Um, great main characters. I don't know how, like, she fits so much into such short but like because she gets right to the point like literally like but doesn't leave you feeling like you missed out on stuff. no and um she just had a new um it's like the first book in her series of uh, frost just came out um like within the last like four months um and again like it's like 250 pages like or like less than 300 pages and like i feel like it was like i got you get so much like i loved it she, i can't wait for the next one like, it's actually very impressive. Yeah, and it's like one of those series that I love and I never talk about. Same. And I don't like. I, there are certain books like that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I have, I have hiccups. Sometimes, sometimes it's kind of hard to like. I mean, I guess we could do talking videos, but when you're just trying to do like a quick like snippet of like a TikTok, I can't figure out how to like convey a part of the book that would like capture yeah. people. 
Well, even like, even Frost, like I don't even think that we did like an Instagram post for, and like, I don't know if we ever did like even just like an Instagram review of Garden of Serpents or like just, I don't know if we did. And like, again, like it's so good. And again, right now we're like listening series and like, I don't even think about it until we're talking about it. And I'm like, yes, actually, I think I gave all five, five stars to all the books. And again, like I read them all in one day because they were just like short enough. Short, sweet to the point. Yeah. Um, That was really good. Do you have any other ones? Um, No, but I did actually just realize that I read Played a Prisoner all in 2021. So that is a 1 million percent top series for me. You mean 2022? That's what I meant. Yeah. I'll say I read in 2021. Smack me. And I was like, Katie, you got to read it. Katie, you got to read it. Katie, you got to read it. And then finally. Um, Okay, so I also had had a bonus. column i guess <laughs> best hockey romances yeah, this is actually good for you um because i think i read like 50 at this point probably more honestly i have to recount and i'm going to do like a wrap up on tiktok as well but i'm just gonna rapid fire tell you my favorite hockey romances this, the deal and the score which i just talked about off campus the risk which is a briar you book it's jake Connolly. he goes to harvard um literal fucking like Smoking. legend oh my god i love jake Connolly. Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. If you haven't seen it on TikTok, then you have you've been living under a rock. Um, I read it back in September, I think. That sounds about right. Maybe like or yeah. er, er, like late September, early yeah, October. Yeah. Um, I think it was like right after it came out, and I was like another one that I was like, holy fuck, you have to read this. Um, Mile High by Liz Tomford. Um, okay, so right now this the the deal, the score, the risk, and icebreaker are all college hockey romances. Mile High is about um a professional NHL team in Chicago, and she's the flight attendant on the team's private charter that flies them to all of their away games. Okay. Um it's a fucking amazing. That we have Consider Me and Play With Me by Becca Mack. Again, amazing, like adult, spicy NHL players, like I mean, I love a good college one, but like when they're like when they're like in like their like late twenties and they're like playing and like in the National Hockey League, like it just it gets me going. And they're all and all of these are spicy. Um, Home Game by Odette Stone. This is book two in a four like internet four book interconnected standalone series. It's the best one though out of all four. Um, she's like homeless and he is just like the nicest man boy, um, in the entire world. Um, then we have him and us by L Kennedy and Sabrina Bowen. Um, it's an MM hockey romance. Again, fucking obsessed. They start off in college and then, um, Wes gets drafted to an NHL team and that's like where us kind of like takes the second book takes you. Um, then we have Offside and The Enforcer by Avery Keelan. Those are also both college hockey romances. Spicy, amazing. You'll love them. Um, and Puck Shy by, oh my God, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, Puck Shy is book one, and right now it's a five book series. I like them all, but Puck Shy was my favorite. Um, who is the author? This is like, oh my God, when did I read this? Puck Shy by Tegan Hunter. And that's book one in the Carolina Comets series. Like I said, four uh, four are out right now. The fifth book comes out uh, sometime next year. Anyway, those are my hockey romances. That's good. Look at you. Thanks. I feel <laughs> good about it. I feel good about it. But all right, yes, yeah, so we're recording this a day after Christmas. Um, I'm at 250. And I wanted to end the year 
on an even number. So I'm like, I'm not reading now until January. But I'm all right. Because I, 250 just sounds so good. It's clean. It sounds better than 252 or 253. I'm at 183. Like, I purposely am, like, not. Oh, wait, no, I'm lying. I'm at 185. I'm, like, purposely, like, not listening to any audiobooks right now. <laughs> but I know, like, all right. So, like, I know I'm going to go home. And, like, I'm going to start. Like, I'm, I want to read Misfit tomorrow. And I know we have next week we're, um, we're doing Magnolia Parks. And, like, can I start that on, like, the first Technically, yes, but I know, like, if I'm not doing anything the rest of the week, like, what am I else am I going to do besides read? Exactly. Honestly, what do we do besides read? I know. I mean, I took two days off. Like, I, I only read for like 90 minutes yesterday, like last night before bed. I read like for like an hour and a half, but I didn't read anything on the 24th. I've been trying to, and like, it's just harder on the holidays. It's so like, hard on the holidays. The serpent and the wings of night, and I maybe got in like 15%. Which I'm like almost annoyed that I did that because I would rather just read through. If we didn't already solidify that we were going to definitely read The Umber King in January, I was going to say we should do that as like our January book club pick. Um, but we keep saying we keep saying Umber King and then we I keep know. putting it off. So I feel like we, we have to it. stick to it. So yeah, so next week, uh, Magnolia Parks, which is book one in like the Magnolia like series. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's got like Gossip Girly vibes and like... That's what we keep hearing. Yeah. Um, then spilling the tea, then the Umber King, yep. then another spilling the tea, and then we will obviously have to uh, let you guys know what's coming up for February. But that's January. Just we're over. Crazy. We're already in twenty twenty three, babies. Isn't that nuts? That like we're gonna t- like next in a couple of weeks we're gonna have to come up with like a February schedule. No, we're gonna need to get crafty when for like April and May. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, because Katie's we'll be home, so like it's not like it's yeah, but like, if you, I mean. You know, I'll figure something out. If we're at worst case, we don't do book club picks. We can just do spilling the tea, or we can just take a little vacation. Katie's gonna be giving birth. Oh yeah, we'll be giving birth on top of that child. Yeah, but I still think we could figure something. Even if it's like one. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be here like hanging out with the baby anyway. So like, you'll probably just you'll probably just hear like us talking, like the baby crying. Probably. Yeah. I'll tell us I'm Tom Atwater. No. The fans want to hear. Moving because I have to move. (laughs) Yeah. Oof. I, I, I can't even, honestly, I've lost track. I don't know if this will be move eight. I mean, like, are we saying you and Tom? Yes. So you moved to Myrtle Beach, and then you moved from the, like, apartment to yeah. the townhouse. So that's two. Year. So that's two. Yeah. Then you moved home. Yep. Then you moved out. To Lyndhurst. Yeah, to Lyndhurst. Then you moved to Avenel. And then we moved home. And then you moved home again. And now we're here. And now you're here. Eight. Yeah. So we're going to have move number eight in eight years. Um... Yeah, I don't. It's not like I mean to. the 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 two Myrtle Beach moves made sense. We I've never been to Myrtle Beach before. I got a job. Tom's been there, but like not to like scout a place out. No, he played golf down there. So like we got we took. I had ten days to pack my bags and move. So it was the first thing we could find. And then we were there. We're like, okay, we want a bigger place. Then we found a townhouse within say near Brooklyn East. Yeah, so it all worked out. And then we came home. And then I wanted to be closer to work, so Whithurst made sense. Yeah. But then the following year, like, let's not pay this much money. Let's go somewhere cheaper with more space, which was Avenel. Yeah. And then, like, the pandemic hit. We got engaged. Like, you know what? Let's just move home to save money. Yeah. So that's what we did. And then, of course, like, being home for a year and a half, I was like, okay, now we need to get the fuck back out. And now you're and here. And then we're here. But then I'm like, oh, my God, we're going back to your apartment. Mind you, during 2021, in New Jersey especially, there was, like, a crazy, like, housing market issue where, like... Because everyone during the uh, pandemic was moving out of the city because they were like, why are yeah. we going to live in the city if we're all working remote and spending all this money and t- getting New York taxes? Yes. So everyone moved to New Jersey. 
So, like, I would go see houses, and there'd be 200 people seeing this house, and, like, they'd get, like, 80 offers. So, if you didn't yep. get cash, like, you were fucked. Yeah. So, then we were like, fuck it, let's just rent. But then, like, everyone else who was in our shoes yep. was renting, so we couldn't find anything. So, we took the first thing we could find, because, mind you, like, my dog needs to be on a first floor, like, we have some issues with walking, and now that I'm pregnant, I'm like, well... <laughs> You're like, well, now we're going to have to move again. Because I need a bigger space. Yeah. So. My poor husband and family. <laughs> we love that though. And that's it. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's it. So like we said, Magnolia Park's next Wednesday. Um, and then Umber King would be two weeks later if you guys want to read those before we record. Um, but happy holidays. Happy New Year. Yeah, hope everyone had a great um, let us know if any of our favorites are also on your list. Um, we and love getting DMs from people. We do. We actually like fight for who's going to respond. Sorry if we, were, we bombard you. We definitely do sometimes. <laughs> right. I'll be answering and Katie will be answering and we'll send like double like the message. <laughs> we'll the same thing. And yeah. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, let us know. Uh, but that's it. That's it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. Bye.